Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting. And have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way. As well as setting goals and updating our progress each week. With brand new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, we will be recapping our first Posh Fest experience. We are recording the Sunday following Posh Fest and have so many thoughts on our first time at Posh Fest. It was so much fun. Yeah, I literally just got off the plane from Texas like a couple hours ago. <laughs> but we wanted to get bring bring our recap from Posh Fest while we were still fresh. So, yeah. For sure. So before we get into all of that, what is going on this week? I mean, besides Posh Fest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there's been so many new updates as far as whatnot. So we had recorded our second part of our back to school series and then we had our episode with our guests thrifter sisters after that and I think where we left off I was like yep I still haven't heard back I'm not approved and then on the thrifter sisters episode I was like oh like I won't be doing my first show until after posh fest for sure like definitely not right before then but I ended up having my first what not show a week ago last Sunday and it was so fun I Ended up putting 38 items, and then I went live. I had our sister, Macy, come help me, like we had talked about, and then Maddie was modeling yes. the comments. And I sold 30 out of 38 items, so I was really happy with that for my first sale. Amazing. Yeah, it was so fun to watch you on there. You were you were killing it, especially for the first time. I mean, being nervous and stuff like that. So, Yeah, I was, like, dragging my feet to uh, – like, oh, I'll, it's like too much to do this week. Like, I'll do it after Posh Fest. But I'm just so glad. Macy was like, oh, well, I can come over Sunday. So it kind of put the pressure on me to just like get one going. And yeah. now I feel like so much more confident about having another show, just like getting you the first one under your belt. So, yeah, if you're been thinking about whatnot and you do get approved, it's like just get that first show scheduled so you can just like your first one, you're probably going to learn a lot from and, you know find things you want to do a little differently. So it's just good to get like the bandaid ripped off. And with that being said, I have my second show, which will be Wednesday, the day after this episode. Listening, and it's not past October 5th. You might want to tune into my second whatnot show. It's going to be at 5 PM Pacific time. And then I also have my first posh live show we'll get into more of this later but we're both approved for the beta for that so my first show is going to be friday at 6 30 pacific time so two live shows this week i gotta like start sourcing starting immediately <laughs> love it <laughs> but yeah, that's amazing. amazing yeah definitely if you're listening to this before wednesday head over to whatnot and follow taylor at shop taylor j j a e on whatnot so you are ready for her show yeah you can bookmark the show that way you're notified when it's live 
And yeah, again, I think Macy's coming over to help. So it'll be fun. It was like so funny panning the camera over to her. She was like in the HQ (laughs) (laughs) behind the scenes first spot. And then Maddie was in the comments and I'm sure she'll be making another appearance on Wednesday night. So be there, be square. What's new with you? Love it. Well, in totally the same vein, after your first show, your first whatnot show, I was like, okay, like, I could probably do this too. Yeah. (laughs) So fun. Just wanted someone else to try it out first. (laughs) See how it went. And yeah, it it did look super fun. So I was like, all right, let's just give it a try. I applied. I got approved this morning. So I scheduled the little training session for this week. Um, So I'm super excited about that. And then... I think I'm going to have my first show like the following week on the weeknight. Um, haven't figured out exactly when yet. So I'm sure I'll be posting about that. But yeah, I'm super excited to try it out. My husband is less excited because he will have to be the assistant. <laughs> <laughs> he can handle it. Come on. Yeah. He's like saying he's not going to do it, but come on. That's just rude. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that'll be super fun. I've already started like looking through some of the newer items I've just gotten being like, should I put this in the show? So already pumped. (laughs) And you're thinking next week for your first show? Yes. I'm thinking sometime the week of October 10th. Um, Sweet. Just so I have some time to like promote the show and kind of let people know that I'm doing it, make sure I have my items all good to go. So Yeah. That'll be exciting. All right. So all about Posh Fest. There is so much to discuss. It was our first time going. We tried to like break it down into some different sections. So that way, you know, we're as thorough as possible. If you've never been to a Posh Fest, kind of what to expect um, as far as the different like sessions and like breakouts that they had. And yeah. And then overall, like, was it worth it? What did we think? So I guess starting off, it was in Houston. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Which worked out well. So I flew into Dallas and then we were able to road trip the three hours down together, which was very fun. Yeah. The area it was in was like so, such a nice area. It was like at a hotel conference center, but there was also a bunch of other hotels like right around the area, as well as like shopping center and restaurants. We ended up deciding to stay at a nearby hotel because it was just a cheaper rate and it was, it worked out great. Like we were able to walk to the conference every day um, and walk and get dinner every night. Like once we arrived at our hotel, we were like parked. We were not like having to really drive Using the car. Yeah. My favorite kind of adventures, walking, not driving. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So that took the pressure off and yeah, like definitely a nice area, like tons of shops, tons of restaurants. Very fun. Totally. So the beginning of each of the two days were kind of like more town hall sessions. And these were really awesome. Like they had just to highlight a couple of the sessions that they had were they had posh stories, which just were like five minutes per uh posher and they just kind of went through their story and how the Poshmark community has like been there for them and you know been an outlet for them and 
they were so moving and so inspiring of stories. So that was like such, they were so quick, but they were like, they really hit it home. They like all four were excellent speakers. So that was a really, really cool thing to hear. Yeah. It like set the tone for like the community aspect of, I don't know, having all the Poshmark people in one room, plus then like hearing these touching heart wrenching stories about like how Poshmark like helped people navigate through some like tough situations. It was super inspiring to hear. Another one of our favorite town hall moments was <laughs> the CEO's address. This was really awesome. He was such a good speaker and like had a lot of like funny moments too, where he was like kind of roasting them for the search. I can't remember what he said, but he was like, <laughs> I, he was just very self-aware. I would say like, yes. he was like, so I know, is there any topics you guys want to talk about? And like, no one really said anything. He was like, oh, I thought everyone would want to talk about the search. Yeah. Um, and it got like a big laugh. <laughs> yeah. And basically just like owned like, hey, like we did see some positives from this, but like we heard you were changing it back this week. He made the big announcement. So that like was an awesome first announcement for the posh community at this whole two day conference. Totally. Yeah. It's like what the people wanted to hear. He had a lot of inspiring stats too about like number of items that have been like sold on Poshmark that basically like are not in a landfill. Yeah. <laughs> because they've been sold and like things like that, that were really cool to hear too. Like I was hyped on Poshmark after this address. Yeah. And they had like a PowerPoint timeline of like the history of Poshmark. Mark and Posh Fest because this was like the 10 year anniversary one so that was really cool to see too like how far the app has come and also like seeing the different milestones I guess over the last 10 years which was really cool for sure another town hall portion that really stood out to us was actually in one of the afternoon town halls right before they wrap for the day but they had the actress Natalie Kelly who is best known for her role in dynasty she's been in the vampire Diaries. she was been in the fast and the furious tokyo drift movie and she was there as kind of a spokesperson for poshmark and also just to be a speaker on the importance of sustainability her speech was incredible i thought she was so passionate about like the fashion industry and she was really able to speak to like a personal experience having been, you know, to like multiple fashion weeks and, you know, being in entertainment and it'd be so easy. And she said, you know, in the past, like she's a consumer at heart, like she, you know, loves buying new clothes and designer stuff. And, you know, that's a big part of something that she loves to do and how she's kind of turned towards shopping secondhand only now and how she does that on Poshmark. She was wearing this gorgeous dress that she, I guess, had got on Poshmark. Yeah, just really, really a cool speaker, I thought, and very passionate. Definitely. Yeah, I'm glad they included that. Awesome. And then our next section is kind of a catch-all section. <laughs> I'm looking at it slashes. now. Yeah. <laughs> and this, and this, and this. But this is kind of like the overall, like, aesthetic of the event the vibe i would say so this includes the photo ops the swag bags the giveaways the freebies and the food at the posh fest conference 
So to start out with the photo ops, these were 10 out of 10 in our opinion. They were super cute. They had like all these different like setups throughout the conference area for people to like take pictures and yeah, they were, they were super fun. And there was like more than them than I expected. I guess I kind of expected there to be like one main, like take your photos here kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) But there was kind of a bunch of them. So that was fun. It almost seemed like a mini like art installation, the way they had them kind of like leading through the whole conference center, which was cool. Yeah, definitely. And our only feedback about the photo ops was they did like, like we said, they had, they had many of them, which was awesome. They did seem to be like pretty spaced out. The conference center had two floors. I feel like it would have been kind of nice to keep all of them on one level, just because like with the amount of people that were attending Posh Fest, sometimes like during the free play time, it it did seem like the group was getting pretty spaced out and maybe it would have been stronger networking opportunity if they would have had like more of like one destination lobby where everyone was hanging out. Totally. Next is the swag bags and freebies. So we were like super impressed by the swag bag. So like when we checked in, you got like classic, just like if you're running like a 5k or something where they have all the t-shirts behind the thing and your little swag bag. And the t-shirts were really cute. They were just like a white t-shirt with some like Poshmark logos on the front. And then the swag bag like was filled to the brim. (laughs) Oh yeah. Loaded it. Yeah, so included there was, like, a Poshmark water bottle, this, like, the best hand sanitizer I've ever experienced. (laughs) Um, There was, like, some skincare products, obviously some, like, packaging products, a lot of thank you cards, the t-shirt, of course, and then they all came in this canvas tote bag that said, like, Posh Fest on it, and then also, like, lots of stickers, I would say, too, were kind of the main items in there so very impressed with the swag bags (laughs) yeah they were loaded I I guess I didn't have like the highest hopes for the swag bags and yeah we were pleasantly surprised we also did get like a lanyard that had your name and your closet name printed on it which was awesome for like when you were chatting with people I know a few times like we would take pictures of other people's lanyards or they would take pictures of ours so that way we could like kind of keep a little Rolodex of the people we met. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I liked that too. It was like way easier than like trying to find their closet or their Instagram, like on the fly. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it wasn't like, uh, what, I don't know. Like sometimes you go to a conference and it's like, they have the generic, like, hello, my name is like name tags. And then it gets like stuck in my hair. Like it's always weird. They had the like nice lanyards, which I think was a nice professional touch. Totally. The only thing I'll say about the lanyards is like the majority of the space, it said like posh fest or something. And then like our name and closet was like very little at the bottom. So like if you were just like chatting with someone, you couldn't do the like thing where you just like quickly look down and see what their first name is. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) It, It was really like focused on the posh fest logo rather than like our names where like True. I've been at other work events where it's like your first name is really big and then like your last name's kind of smaller and then like yeah. your your title or whatever is underneath that kind of small too. But but yeah, I liked that they had that. It was super obvious like who is there for Posh Fest, you know, because everyone's wearing lanyards. So yeah, that was nice. 
Definitely. There I, is one other funny thing about the lanyards. Oh, I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like signing up for the closet consultations and the someone working at Poshmark was like, you guys don't happen to be Poshmark ambassadors, are you? And we're like, why, yes. <laughs> and then she's like, There must have been two. a glow about us. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, are you Poshmark ambassadors one or two? And I was like, I'm a one and Taylor's a two. And she gave, they had stickers for Poshmark ambassadors to put on their land or their name thing um, that kind of replicate the emblem in Poshmark. So like yeah, mine like the was badge. like, yeah, the badge. So mine was like maroon badge and then taylor's was like a gold badge because she's a two and then she also got this like pin to put on her lanyard as well which kind of reminded me of like the disney pins that you can get and put on your lanyard oh it's a collectible yeah that pin went straight to my head i was like oh where's the posh ambassador two lounge so i can go hang out (laughs) (laughs) there wasn't one (laughs) yeah that was that was a funny touch yeah honestly it made all those community shares worth it just for the pin. Just oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. The next thing we want to talk about was the giveaways during the town halls or when they were wrapping for the day. Um, the MCs of the event, they every day would raffle off just different items, I guess, that were some of the sponsors of the event. But the prizes were pretty good. They had like a $250 gift card to the website you pack and ship where you can get cute mailers mailers, boxes all that kind of fun stuff they had like a rollo set they were giving away like a thermal printer and a bunch of other fun items but we were both like loving the giveaways i feel like there's a lot of camaraderie in the room while they were reading off the names of who won yes that was super fun and then also they had like the posh fixings store with like Poshmark's merch basically like they had a little booth set up so if you wanted to like now was the time to buy something from posh fixings if you wanted to because like you could like put in your order and then just go pick it up you didn't have to pay for the shipping so that was cool that they had that I don't think either of us ended up using it but we were definitely browsing to see if we needed anything oh yeah just nice to save the shipping cost and just fun that they had that all available there so you could load up. Yes. The other part of the conference that we wanted to touch on was they did provide breakfast and lunch every day. Yeah, it was all right. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, could have been better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was just like a buffet style it seemed like there wasn't like a ton of options, especially if you had like dietary restrictions, like uh, if you were like vegetarian or anything like that, it was kind of like, here's your one little choice and no sides. A lot of cold but, cut Sammies, a lot of, they had potato salad as like the only side one day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we didn't go hungry. It was not a huge deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing, it wasn't a five-star michelin experience or anything like that (laughs) definitely not i did like it kept most people like i guess tied to the conference center for like networking and stuff like pretty much everyone ate lunch there yeah 
yeah, definitely nothing to write home about with the food. For sure. Awesome. So the next section we wanted to talk about was the hackathon posh news update. We are bringing to you live our posh news update. Each week we'll give you an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, or what's going on in the reseller community. So the hackathon is kind of a tradition at Posh Fest where the second day they have this hackathon presentation where they go through all of these updates that are coming to the app soon. And it was another session where it was like, the you know, it was getting kind of hyped. It was, it was super fun. So we wanted to quickly talk about some of these updates since, yeah, lots of changes. Yes. Yeah, so the big overarching theme of Posh Fest 2022 was that they had just launched the Posh Live shows. But there were plenty of other updates too that we wanted to highlight. We'll talk more about the Posh Live shows later, but some other features that they announced were that saved searches is coming. So soon you'll be able to, you know, type in a search on Poshmark, filter it the way you want for like a certain brand, size, color, and save that search. That way, if an item gets listed to Poshmark that matches your criteria, then you will be notified. This is huge for shopping for yourself. Also, if you do any online sourcing, like I know coming off our episode last week, talking with Lindsay and Lacey, like safe searches is going to be huge if you source online. Cause that way you can keep those brands you're looking for and just kind of have your finger on the pulse of when they're listed. Totally. Yes. I think Mercari has something similar already. So I, I like that Poshmark is kind of catching up on that and also going to offer that. Yes. The next one is scale to fit photos. So this is like huge. <laughs> like five years too late. <laughs> yeah. So like the, the photos in Poshmark obviously have to be a square photo rather than like the, the tall <laughs> that we're used to. So yeah. In, but now you can have kind of any size photo you want and then it'll just kind of fill in like blurry sides for that. So, I mean, I'm super excited about this for like modeling pictures and like longer dresses for the modeling pictures to maybe like actually have a full outfit going, like in sh including shoes for the modeling picture and like show that whole outfit rather than just like waist up is what I typically do for tops. And then long dresses too. I feel like, man, those always look like so janky when I take them. Yeah, I have to stand so far back and there's always like weird like things going on on the sides of my pictures so having the tall version for that this is huge this is one that's coming soon so we'll have to be on the lookout for when that drops another update they let us know about is that they are going to have an option where you will no longer need to have a printer to print your USPS labels. Basically what it will do is it will provide you a QR code that you can bring into the post office, just show them the QR code on your phone. And then the post office can print your USPS label there for you. This is awesome. If you're like super just selling on the side, maybe just clearing out your own personal items on Poshmark and you don't necessarily like have a printer if you're just kind of selling one off, this is a great option. And we also thought like 
if you if we were to ever to be like, you know, we have this dream of like going on a sourcing trip destination to a city where like we can fly into like Portland or something, spend the weekend there, source. And, you know, if we listed any of this stuff and it happened to sell, we didn't, we wouldn't need to like bring our thermal printer with us for shipping. We would be able to use that post office feature then. Totally. Yeah. That's a really exciting one. Kind of funny one next is there. So like when you make a sale on Poshmark, coming soon when you open the app if you have like a notification that says like you just sold a shirt to shop taylor j or whatever and there's like the green icon next to it now when you open the app there's gonna be like a little confetti celebration thing that goes off to even make you more excited about the sale so that's like such a small thing but like honestly kind of fun who doesn't love a little confetti? Also, it's like it's kind you gotta of celebrate the sales. So like, yeah. why not? Yeah, it's similar to like in iMessages. If someone like texts the word congratulations, how or like happy birthday, it'll just like automatically add confetti usually, you know? Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't want to celebrate the sales with that same energy? Totally. Um, another update was that Poshmark is going to be partnering up with PayPal and Venmo so that they will be able to do instant transfer as an option for once your package is delivered, when you're paying yourself out. Right now, you wait one to three business days while the funds are transferred to your bank, depending on like who you bank with. It might take a couple days before you actually see the money in your account. Now, for like uh, probably like 3% fee, I'm guessing. I think um, it was $2 for the oh. instant transfer. And then PayPal and Venmo were like under a dollar. They were some like 35 cents or something. Nice, nice, okay. So yeah, there'll be some options to pay a, a small premium and then just have that money instantly transferred to your bank account. All right, the next section we wanna talk about is the closet consultation. So when we originally went through the agenda for PoshFest, we were like, oh, we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna sign up. We're so shy, like. So shy. <laughs> we, what if they say something bad, da, da, da. And then like, when we were actually there, we're like, well, we might as well like get another opinion. Doesn't hurt to have someone else look at your closet. So we both signed up to get our closets consulted and it was like super fun just to like talk about your closet to someone else for 10 minutes like and just kind of tell them like where you source what kind of items you're looking for and like how you take the pictures and stuff like that um we both really enjoyed it and had like a really positive experience of doing it the person that consulted mine didn't have like a ton of like tips for things that I should change. So I was just like running past her, all of our like weird theories. Just <laughs> like, why not? Of like, do you add a video to the listings? She was like, no. And I was like, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I was like, do you put a lot of like hashtags at the end of your listing to try to get some like keywords in there? And she's like, no, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> That was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, it was like a, a good like networking event or like moment too of just like talking to someone else, um, kind of bouncing ideas off of them. Yeah, we loved it. They were by appointment. So in the morning you had to like get your little time scheduled and then they like texted you when it was time. And yeah, I think it was all Posh ambassadors that were, you were able to 
if you are a posh ambassador, like I'm sure if they do this next year, like you can sign up to be the consultant, take a look at people's closets. And yeah, it seemed, it seemed like they, during mine, she had like a little checklist rubric. And I'm sure that's similar to what they went off during like whatever training they had for this. But I loved that. They were able to keep it like super positive, pull out a few wins in mine. Um, she was like, oh, like what's like uh, something you're focusing on or what's a challenge for you? And I'm like, well, I like really want to like scale and get more listings. So she had some good feedback on that of like different things I could try as far as like maybe liquidation palette or just uh, ways to get an infusion of inventory. So yeah, I think I think it was awesome. They had a, they seemed very organized and were able to give good feedback and just you know, nice to get an extra unbiased set of eyes in your closet because it's like you know we look at our own closets all the time, but I'm sure we miss things, you know. Totally. All right. So then we wanted to talk about some of the breakout sessions that we were able to attend at Posh Fest. So there was definitely some sessions that were more geared towards beginner, and then there was some that were more geared towards like people that have been in the game for a while, which, I mean, it's kind of nice that they had something for everyone. I think maybe we would have liked to have a little more like advanced sessions, <laughs> but there was definitely ones that we really liked. So we wanted to just quickly highlight those. The first one was the trend forecast session and the presenters for this one, there was a head of industry from Google there, which was really cool. And then a senior manager from Poshmark that focused on merchandising. And both of them were just like super knowledgeable about like trends and kind of explained like the cycle of a trend of how that all works. And the main piece that we really liked is they walked through how to use Google trends and just like type in certain brands or styles to see how many people are searching for that currently. So that was a really cool tool that we want to use going forward to make sure we're sourcing the right kind of items. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we've been talking about how we want to do a trend forecast episode. And I feel like so much more prepared now to like speak on looking where we should look yeah exactly <laughs> so we learned a lot during that and i definitely we could do a total deep dive into that topic yes another session we really liked was the byob building your own brand session yeah they had two different poshmark users as the speaker so one of the speakers her, her closet name is posh athletica and her whole closet is like very focused on just like at like athleisure like active wear um, and how she kind of brands her closet as like just being activewear. So her insights were super useful. They also had Regina, basic posh babe, as a presenter. She just like has such a cute aesthetic on her Instagram and ties it into everything she does within her Poshmark reselling business. So both of them had awesome advice for, you know, focusing on how to make yourself stand out as a seller, how to like kind of focus on the things that bring you joy and finding your crowd of people that resonate with like what you're doing with your reselling business, which was really cool. Yeah. One action item that they talked about that I thought was really cool was, you know, how at the end of your listing, some people have like, follow me on Instagram or I have a lot of other free people items in my closet, check it out or something like that to kind of draw you either to their Poshmark closet or their like, uh, reseller Instagram account, but Posh Athletica had the tip of adding a 
picture at the end of the listing that like kind of highlights all of that in a, in a cute like graphic for you. So she had like a picture of her in like workout gear and then kind of listed out different brands that she has and like her closet name and Instagram name again. So that I thought that was really cool and like a great way to have like cohesive come back for more kind of. Yeah, definitely. So that's, yeah. I mean, something I definitely want to think about and try to get something going on Canva. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. We've like said before, like how you shouldn't on Poshmark, like, you know, in the description list, all these different brands, if it's like not the brand of the item, cause it's like super annoying yeah, when you're searching yeah. for items. But this was like such a creative workaround to still, cause I think people do that cause they want to highlight like, Hey, like I have a lot of other brands like this. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Without affecting the search. So that was really cool. Definitely. All right. Another session we really liked was all about scaling your business. It focused a lot about like how to legitimize your business and like get an LLC set up and things like that, um, which were, they had a lot of great tips for that. Also just like good personal posher stories as well. So like they were talking about honing in on like one category that you're passionate about so one of the speakers started out in like women's because he just assumed like oh like women's sell like a lot of the items on Poshmark (laughs) is women's it's like the top category so he did that when he was really more passionate about like men's luxury and he kind of made that switch and like he's seen great growth and also it's like way more fulfilling for him to like be sourcing and listing those kind of items. So I thought that was a good reminder of like, not everyone's closet has to have the same exact items in it. And it's like, if you're more passionate about certain brands or like categories, you should try to find your little niche with that. One of our other favorite trainings was they did a kind of like a training demo of the new Posh live show basically like the whatnot of Poshmark, you know? Um, (laughs) So they just launched that in beta recently within, I think they said it just launched last week officially. We had both signed up to be part of the beta, but what was really cool is that they did like the full, you know, PowerPoint presentation of basically how it works to go live and like some tips for going live and did a full walkthrough and example of it. And that attending this session basically counted as going through the training for this. So I had previously been signed up to do a zoom call later this week for that, but now I don't have to do that. We, we, we are, we're both just signed off and cleared to start scheduling our posh live shows. So that was a cool perk for people that attended the conference. Definitely. They, yeah, like Taylor was saying, they walked through kind of like the whole life cycle of having a show of like making the listings, in the show kind of like what to do how to set up your backdrop and stuff like that and then after the show like what does the shipping look like and stuff like that so it was super helpful especially for me like not having the whatnot training yet not having any live selling experience i really liked i really liked the training so i'm sure like if you are going to be doing this as well and you have the zoom training i think it is actually going to be really helpful for people one tip that they mentioned was like if you're going to focus on anything for your like setup (laughs) is to focus on the lighting 
I thought that was like super helpful as someone that doesn't have like a clothing rack or like a cute little like setup already where I'm like, okay, I'm probably not going to like invest all this like time and energy of having this like really cool setup or something for the first one since I don't currently have this stuff, but like making sure your lighting is good obviously is key so people know what they're what they're looking at you're yeah. not just like in the dark it's kind of like how like for photography even on Poshmark you could like get really crazy with your setup but like really it always just comes down to good lighting a clean presentation so that was like super helpful to keep in mind totally also it was kind of funny they were like demoing of a storm <laughs> at this training and then also a couple other times throughout the the conference when they were talking about posh live shows but they were where they were the presenter would actually just like go live and start auctioning up an item but like <laughs> they have all these tips of like you know having the camera on a stand so you're not having to hold it and you know have the lighting all good and show the item and all this stuff and then like when they're demoing it live they just kind of were holding it up to their face but like the items were selling so that's kind of encouraging <laughs> yeah that's what they kept reiterating in these whenever they would talk about the posh live shows and like what we've heard from people that have done some of the beta shows so far it's like there's a huge audience on poshmark already kind of built yeah so like um, they they were even saying like, you know, when this goes live, like to everyone, there's already some improvements that they know that that will be coming. Like, I guess like the comments right now, it's like, you're getting like so many comments flooding in, like you can barely keep up with the chat. <laughs> um, so they're going to be correcting that. And then also coming out with a way where you're able to like bundle items when you're auctioning them on the live shows, as well as being able to like add new listings once the show has already started. Yes. And like if someone were to buy two items from, from your show currently in the beta, they have to pay the shipping fee twice yeah. where it'll be more like whatnot where like combined. So they are not paying that shipping fee, the full shipping fee again, which is awesome. So it seemed like they were like aware of at least issues I've heard other resellers that have had a chance to already have a show like bring up that they're already like, yep, we're like, we know we're working on that. Yeah. So that was encouraging to hear as well. They said they did the launch of it in like 50 days or something. Like that's wild. <laughs> yeah. That was really cool. But yeah, those are some of our thoughts on some of our favorite breakout sessions. Obviously that was like super quick. So if there's any nuggets in there or topics that you want us to talk about more, in future episodes, just let us know. Yeah, and Maddie and I even split up for some of the sessions. So really, if you wanna look at the agenda, basically we went to every session. So <laughs> if there's something you wanna know, let us know. We took notes, we're an yes. open book. <laughs> yes, definitely wanna share. Yes. All right, so now we gotta move on to the fun. Hello. Um, on both days, so on the first day, they had a happy hour after the conference wrapped. And then on the second night was the big posh after party that we've been hearing about, which was like a few hours on the final night of the event. Yes. So some highlights from that. So at the posh after party, one of the big things they were promoting was they did a fashion show. And I think they were using the posh live for this. So they were auctioning off the looks from the fashion show and the money went to charity, which was really cool. And also just kicked the, kicked the event off with a bang. Totally. Yeah, that was really cool. 
again, they had some like cute photo ops at the posh party, including a one of those like spinning cameras where you like stand on a little podium and then the camera like whips around you and then they like edit it all cool, like slowing down, speeding up, like you're it's like you're on the e-red carpet. For sure. So we definitely did that, which was a little funny. Oh, fine. I'll tell them. Okay. So it was like a little podium you had to stand on. I was wearing these tall shoes and I have not worn tall shoes in like probably like three years, you know? So I was a little topply and yeah, the camera started spinning. We were starting to do this dance move that we've been practicing and I accidentally stepped off the podium and then like the camera was coming at me so fast. And then I was like running from the camera. It was so embarrassing. They did give us a second chance, so that was kind of nice. We got redemption. Yeah. <laughs> I was so much more cautious during the second chance. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a lot of fun. They also had like a DJ going and dance floor, so that was really fun too. I think that one of the coolest things about the after party, though, was seeing all the looks. Like, you know, obviously people had really cool outfits for the daytime conference, but this was more like really... I don't know. People went for it. Had really, really fun styles. Obviously, if you're on Poshmark, you're probably a little bit into fashion, at least. So yeah, that was really cool to see. Just everyone's different style and people brought it with the looks. For yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> Dress to <Definitely>. impress. <laughs> they also did provide drink tickets, and they had like some food trucks going at the after party too. So that was kind. That was fun. They. You know, it was, it was a true, like, after party. It was awesome. Yeah. All right. So we wanted to talk about some of our takeaways from the event. Since this was our first time, like, we didn't really know what we were getting into. And, like, I, I don't know. I at least kind of had low expectations just because I didn't want to get my hopes up. Or yeah. <laughs> this, is, this was going to be some game-changing event. So I think that kind of worked in our favor. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had only ever been to the virtual ones, and it's, like, Virtual conference can only be so fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so one of our takeaways was we feel like there should have just been like more vendors there. So they had a couple of vendors set up that had tables and you could kind of go talk to them and they had some like little goodies and stuff and giveaways, but there was only three. It kind of seemed like there should, there could have been a lot more, which would have been kind of fun to see. Definitely. Yeah. Like we kind of hit all the vendors on day one and then there was still like an hour of like, you know, free play time on day two. We were like kind of like running out of things to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Another takeaway is a bunch of the posh resellers that were there did such a good job with their networking prep and had like little like stickers with a QR code that directed to their closet or like, I don't know, just other little business cards or goodies so that like they could hand them out when they met people. We should have brought Sisters Who Posh like stickers or business cards. And we had like talked about that in the past and then like just totally forgot about it until like we were there. But yeah, yeah. if you're going and you have a way to like bring a business card or bring a sticker, just something to like, I don't know, build your brand a little bit. I think it'd be a good idea. Another takeaway was it was super fun to have like the whole poshers from all over the United States together and just kind of hear about like thrifting in different areas or what items people are able to find in their area was super cool but it would have been cool to have more of like a regional way to network as well I know I personally haven't gone to any like 
Dallas reseller events. So I feel like I need to just like do that. But also if there would have been like some kind of like breakout sessions by like state or something during those networking events of like, you know, having the state name on tables or something and you could go like sit there for 10 minutes or something would have been really cool. Also having like your state listed on your name tag yeah. um, would have been a cool feature too, just to kind of been, be able to find your state people a little quicker. <laughs> yeah. Cause well, it, it was awesome. Like we met so many cool people, but then it like, it's just like heart wrenching when they're like, Oh, where are you from? And it's like, I'm from Maryland. And it's like, never see you again. <laughs> Obviously we'll keep in touch over social media and stuff, but yeah, it was it was so cool when we ever we met someone that's like, oh, I'm from Arizona too, or I'm from Dallas. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So if they if, if they could have had a way to like encourage more of that, that would have yeah. been really cool. Overall, really fun conference. You can tell they put a lot of thought into like the different sessions, and there really was something for everyone. Like you could have been on Poshmark for a week and gotten some really valuable information there, or you know if you've been reselling for a few years, just like learning about the new features and just getting together with the community. And, you know, there were some valuable sessions that were more geared at like, okay, you've been doing this a while, like how to get more serious with reselling. So they really had something for everyone. And we really liked that. Definitely. Another big takeaway for us was they did such a good job of highlighting different people and their like reselling journeys and closets every single session, like there wasn't really like repeat speakers or anything like that, where it was like, you're kind of hearing from only like one person or something like that. So it was nice hearing so many different perspectives and stories. Like, I, I know there was a few situations where it's like people are giving conflicting advice because like something works for one and something, you know, in the next session, they're kind of saying the opposite thing. But I think that's kind of real life with reselling of you know, it's not one size fits all. And that's kind of the cool part. Yeah. There's like literally a million different ways you could resell. So yeah, they did a really good job of just different personalities, different stories. Like no speaker we heard had the same story really. So you know, yeah, that's really commendable. Definitely. All right. So the big question on everyone's mind, <laughs> was it worth it? Was it worth the almost $300 ticket price? You know, we had to get the hotel going. It can be an expensive weekend. Would we do it again? What's the overall vibe on Poshfest? Yeah. So I know we talked about this a lot when we were driving back of like kind of sorting through all of our thoughts. And before we attended and we, or in the past when we've told people like, oh, we've never been to Posh Fest or something, we've heard people say a lot like, oh, it's definitely, you got to try it once, you know, it's something to do once for sure and see if it's kind of your thing or not. And I, I would totally agree with that of like, I'm really glad we did it once. I feel like we got a lot of value out of the tips and the networking and stuff like that. And just like a good way to kind of get like reinvigorated about Poshmark. I, I think that that was really fun. But I definitely don't think it's like we need to be going every year mandatory, like cancel any other plan you might have that weekend or something like that. 
but yeah, I think for us, it's really going to depend on like where it is next year and you know, what's going on with our schedules and stuff like that. The Houston location was great for us since like, I, I just had to pay for gas, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we found a cheaper hotel. So it was like an, a good way to ease into it where it wasn't a huge, I mean, it was still a big investment, but not as big of an investment as it could have been. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you can like find people to room with, cause if you're going by yourself, I, I think it could get pretty expensive pretty fast. And like the ticket price I think is high. And I almost think like, I really feel like they should just do it as like one day on like a Saturday and make it like a hundred dollar ticket or something like that. You know, I think, well, I think the conference center would be a lot more expensive on a Saturday. Oh yeah. So I guess, I'm sure that's, I, I, I guess I, my take, I, it doesn't need to be a Saturday. I mean, like yeah, it just yeah, seemed yeah. like, did it have to be two days? I don't know. I guess like you come all this way, you want to make it worth it, but you know, we would have left some like thrifting time or something, but yeah, overall it was, it was really, really fun. It very cool to see like, you know, Poshmark is all virtual. It's all online. So to get all the faces together in person was really cool. And yeah, I would agree. Definitely go once if you haven't. See what you think. And yeah, if we can make it work and it's in a convenient city and we're looking for something to do and the price is right, we'll probably be in again. Yeah. Great. Well, that was our Posh posh Fest experience. Um, If you have any questions, like we said, definitely let us know. We are more than willing to answer any follow-ups. Yeah. Other than that, great time. Great weekend. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Sisters Who Posh. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. If you have a listener win or a question you'd like us to read on an upcoming episode, you can email us at sistershuposh at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at sisters who posh. We are also actively looking for our Halloween series Poshmark horror stories. So if you have a horror story that has happened to you on Poshmark, maybe something went wrong, something got lost in the mail, something there was a scam, something funny. It doesn't need to be too serious. It can be really any kind of horror story. Feel free to send those our way as well, where we will be sharing those as part of our Halloween series. Yes, Poshmark Horror Stories. Other than that, if you liked this episode or all the rest of our episodes, feel free to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. They seriously make our day, make us smile, and also help other people find our podcast. So they're really helpful. Yeah. Also tell a friend you're listening to Sisters Who Posh. Let's get the let's add some friends to the crew. Nothing better than word of mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing better than good old word of mouth. (laughs) Awesome. We'll talk to you next week. Love you, Tay. Love you too. Bye. Bye.